Welcome, everybody. Good to have you here this morning. I have a wonderful service planned for you all. Elena, <laughs> John. Hi. Hi, Kathleen. Morning, Elizabeth. Nancy. Hi, Lori. Good morning, everyone. What about Good morning. Hi, <laughs> Ev. Hey, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Hi, 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 Ruben. <laughs> Hi, John and Aline. Hi. Hi. Hi, Nancy. There's some new folks here. Welcome. Oh, Hello. Hi, Ken and Lois. Hi. Hi, Bob. Hi, and Robert. Welcome, Kristen. Hi, Tim. I'm Judith Nampa. Hi, Chris. Oh, and Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Barbara. Miranda. Hi. Nice to see you. Hi, Jack. I don't know you. Uh, You're Jack. new. Oh, welcome. Hi. Welcome. Good morning, Julie. Hi, Good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Hi, Teresa. Oh, I got good. your card. <laughs> You're so sweet. Hi, Ellen Bird. Hi, Robert. Good morning. Hello. Hi, Carolyn. Smith. How are you? Marta. Hi, Carol. Morning. Hello, Margaret. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Music is the language of the spirit. It opens the secret of life, bringing peace, abolishing strife. Khalil Gibran. Music has infinite power to reach the gap between the heart and the soul to create infinite and ineffable joy. Debesish Mrida. A small thing but in a dissonant world, every moment of harmony counts. And if we share music, we might just shout in anger a little less and sing in unity more, or so we can hope. John Meacham. My heart, which is so full to overflowing, has often been solaced and refreshed by music when sick and weary, Martin Luther. So long as the human spirit thrives on this planet, music in some living form will accompany and sustain it. Aaron. Music Music gives a soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, and life to everything. Plato. There is nothing in the world so much like prayer as music is. William Merrill. Music is enough for a lifetime, but a lifetime is not enough for music. Sergei Rachmaninoff. As we celebrate the power of music in our lives come, let us worship together 
in gratitude for this gift which moves our spirits. We acknowledge that the land we gather on as a congregation where we live, work, and play was not freely given to us. We are gathered on the ancestral land of the Nuchu or Ute, Apache, the Pueblos, Hopi, Zuni, and Diné Nation. This is also a site of trade, gathering, and healing for other native tribes. We recognize the indigenous peoples as original stewards of this land. As these words are spoken and heard, the ties nations have to their ancestral homelands are renewed and reaffirmed. We acknowledge that our use of and benefit from this land came at a dire cost to native nations and peoples whose land we now inhabit. Welcome to the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship of Durango and our online worship service. I'm Bonnie Miller, a member of UUFD and today's volunteer host for the Sunday service. So as we wave from our cars and greeting to each other while enjoying the luminarias at our church on Christmas Eve, and as we greeted each other over our digital devices this morning, we deeply feel our yearning to be close to each other and long for the time when we can gather again freely and safely. It's been a long haul, and we know that there is a light at the end of this tunnel, but we have so many days yet to brave the challenge of separation. So we're grateful for all those things which still exist to lift our spirits, phone calls and notes, Zoom chats, music, art, and yes, Zoom worship services. We covenant to be here for each other. As described by UUA, our national organization, our covenant is the silk that joins us together in a web of interconnection. The practice of promising to walk together, no matter the circumstances, is the precious core of our creedless faith. Joining me in leading today's worship service are Tim Miller as worship associate, John Schiffel and Dennis McClure, our tech support, and Shannon Beaver and Cheryl Guy, our greeters, John and Aline Schwab are our chalice lighters, Marilyn Garst, our classical pianist, is also in the pulpit today doing the homily. So if you're not currently a member of UUFD, welcome to our worship. We're so glad you're joining us today. And a special greeting to members of the congregation from Huntsville, Alabama, who are joining us today in our service. We're so glad that you're able to be part of this Sunday gathering. Our meditation words come from UU Joel Tishkin. The ancient Greek philosopher Pythagoras taught that the universe was composed entirely of numbers and numbers corresponded to music. So the entire universe, all of reality, including us, was composed of numbers and music. The seven planets of the ancient world each resonated a frequency outward into the universe. Their music was not something we heard audibly, but their cosmic vibration, their resonance, could impact us as all music could. Pythagoreans believed that music purified and nourished our souls, keeping us spiritually healthy in the same way exercise and nutrition does for our body. 
I invite you to contemplate. What music do you need to purify or nourish your soul right now? Do you need a peppy tune to make you smile and dance? Perhaps you need a love ballad to help you celebrate a love in your life. Or do you need a sad song to speak to you about a loss in your life? Maybe you need a dirge to help you grieve and mourn a tragedy or a loss. Or do you need a happy song to help you celebrate an aspect of your life? Do you need a cacophony of noise to rattle you into a new awareness? Perhaps you need a calm lullaby to bring you peace and serenity. As we enter into silence, I invite you to consider the music that is speaking to you at this moment. Imagine it is resonating within you, but also outward in all directions, bringing your resonance to those near to you and far, connecting you with everyone else, communicating where you are today. May our collective silence bring harmony to ourselves and everyone in our orbit. First of all, I wish to thank Reverend Katie for inviting me to be the pulpit guest for celebrating classical music. I also wish to thank Lauren Avery, the concertmaster of the San Juan Symphony, for joining me in two pieces for violin and piano. From the time I was a baby, and perhaps even before, I was surrounded by classical music. My parents had a large collection of classical recordings and both had studied music. My mother was a trained soprano and my father played the organ and the piano. On many Saturdays, the radio was tuned to the Metropolitan Opera broadcasts. One of the favorite childhood memories for my younger sister, Bonnie, and me was listening to my parents performed together after we went to bed. I guess it should be no surprise that Bonnie and I both became professional musicians, she on the cello and me on the piano. I began studying piano seriously at age eight with the best teacher in our county in California. At about age 10, I decided that I wanted to be a concert pianist. After studying with the same teacher for 10 years, I entered the University of Southern California as a piano major. I quickly realized that the competition was fierce for becoming a performing 
concert pianist. Thus, I revised my goal to college teaching, which would allow me to impart my skills and knowledge to others and also to perform. My performance preferences settled on performing as a soloist and as a chamber musician in small ensembles. The longest lasting of those was with my sister, Bonnie. We formed a professional cello piano duo in the early 1980s and performed recitals together off and on until last year, a very rewarding part of our lives. Our last public recital took place at this church on November 22nd, 2019, and it turned out to be one of our best ever. Over the centuries, many have written about the meaning of music. One of my university courses was about the aesthetics of music, and one requirement was to read a book entitled A Theology of Music, written by Alfred Pike in 1953. Though I found many of his statements quite subjective, some of his writing did resonate with me. Pike described classical music as a manifestation of the spiritual in time. Music is symbolic and points to a meaning beyond itself and beyond words. I certainly have experienced the latter, for example, when listening to J.S. Bach's Passions and Sacred Cantatas. As a Unitarian Universalist, I do not relate closely to the texts in those works, since Bach was a devoted Lutheran, but the music itself is deeply spiritual for me. My sister published a book in 2016 entitled Journey into the Heart of Music. At the beginning of the book, she wrote the following that is entirely in line with my beliefs. Music is a language, a virtually unlimited one. Perhaps it is even the ultimate language. As with all languages, it is a tool for communication. Though written and spoken language can be beautiful poetry, communicating more than the words alone, music conveys great passion, emotion, attitudes, qualities, and that which is beyond words. Most recently, I especially appreciated what Thomas Heuser, the music director of the San Juan Symphony, wrote at the beginning of his program notes for the virtual symphony concert last month. The first two sentences are as follows. Music has the power to evoke the entire range of human emotions, from love to despair and everything in between. Perhaps no other art form has the ability to send shivers down your spine. And it is precisely because of that visceral reaction that many of us have devoted our lives to the performing arts. When I wrote my story of my spiritual evolution for this church 10 years ago, I spoke about music in the last paragraph, stating the following with a bit of current editing. 
When I am listening to certain pieces of music or performing at my best, I feel a deep spiritual connection to the composer and hope that I am communi communicating something meaningful to my listeners while I'm performing. Friends in this congregation have told me that my music has helped them feel and deal with grief over the loss of a loved one, or that my music has brought tears to their eyes. That kind of feedback makes all the study and practicing of a piece of music so worthwhile. I will conclude this presentation with a performance of a quintessential nocturne by Chopin. I especially love this piece because it represents such a wide range of emotional, psychological states. The two outer sections exhibit expressive lyrical melodies, while the middle section is very dramatic and passionate. Before I go to the piano, I wish to conclude my talk by reading a quote from a poem by Anthony Hunt, a friend of Ron's since 1963 when they were together in the Peace Corps. The title is Where Music Lives written in 2008 and revised in 2014. This is the segment from the poem. And so I listen to the dancing strings in mystery, that long pull of the cello's bow, the silence that comes afterwards, the harmony blown softly from the lungs that takes my breath away, the rhythm of the beating drum, or is that the cadence of my life I hear? These profound sounds that lift and sway me so, such stunning melodies that stir my day.
Thank you, Marilyn. You are a gift. I'm certain I'm not the only one whose spirit was moved today by this extraordinary music. A small thing, but in a dissonant world, every moment of harmony counts. And if we share music, we might just shout in anger a little less and sing in unity more, or so we can hope. May it be so. Amen and blessed be. Mm -hmm.